It's Saturday morning at CCO Land when we have a bit of a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Good morning, Good Jack. Good morning, Denny. How, how are you today? Well, I'm just terrific. What a busy Saturday. Yes, it really is. We're just yes. coming off of Cinco de Mayo, and this afternoon we have the Kentucky Derby. My cow. <laughs> You're right. It is a bit, has been a busy 24 hours. What, what can we chat about today? Well, to, I'm going to chat about two things. Actually, more than wine drinks. Of course, it wouldn't be Cinco de Mayo unless you had a margarita. And I'm often pestered for my margarita recipe. I thought I'd give that it's, uh, two ounces unless you had a margarita. And I'm often pestered for my margarita recipe. I thought I'd give that it's, uh, two ounces of tequila, good white tequila. I like Codigo. It's a, a state bottled one. It's very good. Two ounces of white tequila, an ounce and a half of triple sec. And what that is is an orange liqueur. Cointreau can be substituted, Grand Marnier, etc. any of those orange liqueurs. And then an ounce of lime juice. And don't forget, you can't put too much lime juice in a lime margarita. And that's, I think, the classic and the best margarita of all is the lime one. They make them with pineapple and watermelon and mango and jalapeno peppers and you name it, strawberry, raspberry. But the best margarita, in my opinion, is one with, that's made with that lime juice. And once again, it is two ounces of white tequila, an ounce and a half of a good triple sec, Cointreau is a good one, and an ounce of lime juice. And use fresh lime juice, that bottle of lime juice just has a synthetic taste to it. Uh, you got to squeeze the limes, and like I said, you can't put really put in too much lime juice. makes an absolutely terrific margarita. And more importantly, then, I thought we would talk about the mint juleps for the run for the roses in Kentucky. You know, a mint julep was a very popular drink in colonial times. You know, they didn't really... Most people drank whiskey straight. When you had a julep, you had a little flavor to it, and um, more people liked it that way. And, of course, the mint julep became very, very popular by Senator Clay, uh, who had held court at the Willard Hotel in Washington, D.C., and he always served mint juleps. And today, at the Kentucky Derby, they will serve over 100,000 mint juleps to that crowd. And uh, believe me, I've been to the Kentucky Derby a couple of times, and everybody has to have at least one mint julep just to celebrate. And uh, it, it's really a, a great tradition. It's made with four simple ingredients, mint leaf, bourbon, simple syrup, and crushed ice. In Kentucky, they use spearmint. Here in Minnesota, we use regular mint. Mint in Minnesota, grows almost like a weed. We were the, a very ample supply of mint, that's for sure. But when you mix these uh, mint in that, originally, before they were called juleps even, they were called smashes. And what they did was smash the mint leaves. And that's the important thing when you make a mint julep. You want those mint leaves all mashed up in there. You garnish it with a nice mint leaf, but you want that flavor to permeate the bourbon and the, the simple syrup that you put in there when you're making your own uh, uh, mint julep. 
It's really great, but like I say, so smash it up, and that was a former name of these traditional drinks. And, of course, they were always served in a silver or pewter cup because uh, so, you wanted a frost on the outside of the cup. The idea was to serve it over lots of crushed ice, and they still do that. When you, I always kind of make a batch of simple syrup, and simple syrup is something so easy to make. You take a cup of sugar and a cup of hot water, mix them together, and you got simple syrup. And when you're making uh, your mint julep, uh, you want to have a good supply of simple syrup, uh, lots of mint to masticate, and then you can make put that masticated mint right in the simple syrup and then pour that in a glass. And again, it's much like the margarita. It's two ounces of good bourbon. And that there comes another important thing. For years and years and years, Jim Beam sponsored the uh, Kentucky Derby, and then uh, they introduced a new line of bourbon that was upgrade big time from Jim Beam called Woodford. And Woodford is still the uh, bourbon that if you're at Churchill Downs, the, your uh, mint julep is made uh, from Woodford. And uh, if you want Woodford, of course, we have it at Haskell's. But there are also we have a barrel pick. We went down to Woodford last year and picked a special barrel and that's available. Uh, and the bourbon you use is kind of important. Another good bourbon is Tattersall, which is a locally made bourbon right here in Minneapolis. It's pretty good. And another really good one is Rocknar. It's from the far north distillery. I think it comes from up around Warren or Roseau, up near the Canadian border. But that Rocknar uh, whiskey is very good, even though we're not, it's not a Kentucky bourbon. It's a bourbon made right here in Minnesota that's very good and will enhance the minced julep just greatly. And I think, while I can't make sure your horse will win the derby, I can guarantee you if you have a good minced julep, you'll enjoy the derby a whole lot better than you will empty-handed. You want to put into a thing a dozen sprigs of mint, then get a mortar and pestle and mash them, or if you feel like doing it, you can do it in a blender, whip them all up, then add that simple syrup, put an ounce and a half of the simple syrup to two ounces of good bourbon, pour it over crushed ice, and garnish the drink. It's usually served in a pewter or silver cup. You garnish it with a sprig of mint, and it really is terrific. Uh, and, of course, they have been serving those mint juleps at uh, since uh, the early 30s, right after Prohibition, they started to serve der- uh, the drink of the Derby being a mint julep. And, of course, today it's the official drink, and you can even buy one that's about $1,500. The secret is you get a, a special cup, which is worth probably $150 or something. But uh, if for my money, just get a regular mint julep. They're about 6 bucks. And they're delicious. And like I say, it's part of the charm and joy of being at the Kentucky Derby is having a mint julep. Of course, we've had a long time romance with mint here in Minnesota. In fact, all of the country clubs here now serve a drink in the summer, most of them only in the summer from May 1st on, called the bootleg. And the bootleg is really a drink 
that's made with mint and kind of uh, lemonade with a little carbonation and your favorite spirit. The original mint julep called uh, for two ounces of white gin, two ounces of the masticated mint mix for the julep, and uh, then four ounces of soda and two ounces of gin. So it was two ounces of mix, two ounces of gin, and four ounces of soda served in a big, tall Tom Collins type of glass. And it was absolutely delicious. In fact, there had been an argument amongst two of the country clubs here in the Twin Cities for years, the Minnecotta Club in Minneapolis and the Woodhill Country Club out in Wyzetta, uh, who invented the bootleg. And we brought it up, and just to show you the power of WCCO and our wonderful listening audience, a fellow by the name of Dave Hell called me up. His grandfather was the head bartender at Woodhill, and he grew mint as a hobby. And he helped his grandpa pick the mint. And uh, grandpa told a story, which I always thought was very funny. In the 40s, Bob Hope was out at Woodhill playing golf, and he had a uh, bootleg, and then he had a second one. thought they were wonderful. Asked the bartender for the recipe, and Dave Hell's grandfather, Walt, said, I don't. I can't give that out, and he didn't give Bob Hope because he didn't think Bob Hope was funny. <laughs> well, well, but whether Bob Hope was funny or he wasn't funny, the bootleg is a terrific drink, and I can remember once going out to a, a family in Minnesota. Uh, their uh, son was marrying out in New York, and they brought out bootleg mix, and the bootleg mix was extremely popular at the party. They ran out. Everybody in the was up in the Hamptons, couldn't get over this wonderful good drink coming from the middle part of the United States. But uh, the mint that we grow here, like I say, it grows almost like a wheat. Uh, you can't miss it, and it really does uh, hide even rough spirits. If you add that bootleg mix and that simple syrup, uh, we're, we're part of what made a lot of that whiskey during the prohibition eras uh, that was really pretty rough uh smoothed it out and uh, you could get a good drink as a matter of fact at the minneapolis club which is a venerable old club in downtown minneapolis they had a bar up on the second floor that was called the chapel because they said they always had a wake in there well if you opened up the coffin inside the coffin was all the mixings for the bar uh, and they were raided a couple of times, but uh, the, the police never found anything because they were so respectful of that dead body in that room. And the uh, members who were in there mourning a uh, lost club member, of course, the minute the police left, they lifted the top and made their drinks. It was kind of a very pleasant thing. But the uh, mint drinks, as I said, have a long history with Minnesota and the mint julep that you're going to have today. Uh, and incidentally, if you go into our St. Paul store, Uncle Herbie there has been there forever, makes mint juleps and you can try them. And he really does a good job of that. And his mint juleps are delicious. And once again, it's sort of simple. You take an ounce and a half of that simple syrup where you've put simple syrup and several pieces of mint either pound them with a porter, um, mortar and pestle 
or slip them into a blender until you get this kind of green slurry that's sweet. And you put that in, mix it with a couple ounces of very good bourbon, and pour it over crushed ice, and you have a mint julep that is absolutely delicious. And as I say, it may not uh, soften the blow if your horse loses the Kentucky Derby, but I guarantee it'll make the Kentucky Derby a lot more enjoyable. They have a a frozen uh, pre-mix bootleg these days. You can pick it up, uh, and it's very, very good. Uh, It's You just add the beverage. And, and, you know, when you're making a bootleg at home, uh, you can add your own favorite spirit. A lot of people like a rum bootleg or a vodka bootleg. As I said, the original recipe for bootlegs was gin. So I think it's gone from a country club drink to people to make them at home. And whether you buy the mix or make it yourself, it's really good. The Paloma mix is a company that has little freezer boxes and a lot of liquor stores where they have their bootleg mix in there. And it really, as I said, is a very good drink. And if you use the mix, it's pretty simple and easy to prepare. Uh, So take advantage of the wonderful fact that we have so much mint. Uh, If you have a secret place to grow it or grow it yourself, it comes back year after year after year and it almost will take over your garden. Uh, it's just a, a wonderful local thing we have. And like I say, you may have only spearmint at the Kentucky Derby in your mint julep, but here you'll have just regular mint, whether you're having a julep, a bootleg, or you just want to garnish a gin and tonic with a sprig of mint, which can be awfully good too. Uh, but there you have the start of springtime, the start of racing season, the beginning of the mint season in Minnesota. And if you mix that mint with a good bourbon and some of that simple syrup and pour it over crushed ice in a silver glass, I guarantee you you're going to have a good time at the Kentucky Derby this afternoon. Fantastic. And if you uh, need a little more assistance and want to follow up on a lot of the things Jack says, head to any Haskell's location. Indeed. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine and food and even drinks. And as I say, if you happen to be in the St. Paul area (coughs) this afternoon, stop in. Uncle Herbie has prepared mint juleps. (coughs) And most people love his mint juleps. He'll give you the recipe and let you try it the end result. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars, whether you're buying mint juleps, bootleg mix, or your favorite wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior. There's Haskell's in Faribault right off at 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. There's a Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis with free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Fantastic. Let's do this again next week, Jack. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.